0: On today's first round KO, we talk all about the NBA All Star Weekend and the fun that it was, especially Saturday night. Then we talk about Duke reclaiming the number one spot in the AP Top 25, and we get into a little little coaching debate between me and Connor. We do that was pretty that was not scripted, and that was pretty fun. And then and then we give our uh, elimination chamber reactions slash review. We talk about the full pay per view. And the fun night that was Sunday night. Let's get it.
1: On a row. one day to call my mama to remind her we ain't bro. I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do
0: with it. It's a night, that I'm on the move with it. They are watching like what he do. Welcome to the most must here WSUW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO aka Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined as always
1: by Mr. Connor J. D. Moore. Someone wanna tell me why the one soccer game I want to watch today I have to pay for ESPN Plus's thing.
0: Don't you get a free week subscription if you sign up?
1: Oh, do I? You might. Maybe they're not doing that anymore. I don't know. Huh. If they do, I then I get to watch Katie Nolan for a week. True. All right, well, I know what I'm (laughs) doing after this. I got a thing to sign up for because, you know what? The internet. I know that the internet. The internet. I can always find the link on the internet. Oh, I'm sure you can Um. But anyway. I'm going to be on that right now to see if I can find that link.
0: No longer WTC champion.
1: Oh, yes. Mr. Connor Moore. Yeah. Yeah. You lost your belt, and you even
0: stayed for all the points. I did. Yeah. That's okay. You know what your what your <coughs> what your undoing was? Hmm. Betting against Baron Corbin. That was. <laughs>
1: that legitimately was the undoing. It really was.
0: I uh, tallied up, and we'll talk about this more late in the show when we actually talk about the chamber. But I tallied up our points, and we tied at six. Are you kidding me? <laughs> because I had the Usos, you had Shane McMahon, and the Miz, and then we both picked Lashley and Braun, but you picked Bailey and Banks, mm-hmm. and I picked. Bailey Banks is one point. So who even was your, though. Who's your you, two pointer? It's and Tamino. Okay. So even though you got one wrong, you got one more wrong than me. You got two points for Bailey Banks where I got one. Okay. So we tied at six.
1: Cool. I wasn't too mad about losing the belt yesterday because I That's was just fair. happy I didn't lose it under the same circumstances as I That's did fair. last time. That's fair. But yeah, no, um, I um, am very confident in my abilities to hopefully win it back.
0: I'm a little upset because I did
1: change. You changed, my picks, the U- you changed that Uso but one there. Well, there you? again,
0: I changed Braun to Baron. So it kind of evened out a little bit. Right. Whoa!
1: Your laptop's talking to you.
0: Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, before we get into our review of Elimination Chamber, we are going to talk about some basketball first, both professional and collegiate. First, we're going to talk about the All Star game,
1: All Star weekend in general. I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm mad. I missed everything on All Star Saturday. I was at, that I was, sucks. I was at that bar crawl. Remember? I
0: currently have YouTube TV, <laughs> so I recorded everything. Yeah. And I rewatched it, avoided spoilers and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the dunk contest was amazing. Was it? It was great. Okay. My favorite, my favorite dunk was not the best dunk of the night. The best dunk of the night. Was Diallo jumping over Shaq? Oh yeah, I've seen the video hanging, of that. And had, elbow he hanging had the, on honey the rim. Dip, yep. Freaking amazing! I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm trying to censor myself a little more because we're getting more sponsors right. now. Um. That that dunk was amazing. That was the best dunk. But my favorite dunk was, I believe it was Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. dunking over J Cole with the J Cole jersey. Was it Dennis Smith? Now I, I think so. I I th- think I'm pretty great. sure it was Dennis Smith. That was awesome because I love J Cole. He's one of my top five favorite rappers of all time, and to see him wearing his high school jersey, and then J Cole got to throw the ball up to him, it was just dope. I loved every second of it. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, but yeah, it it sucks for I think it was Dennis it was Dennis Smith and Diallo at the end, right? I at the think final I believe so. Yeah, I should know this. I watched it. I was gonna say you watched. <laughs> I know. I keep forget. I can't even remember who the other two were. There was the guy from the Hawks, and shoot, I can't even remember the third guy, or the fourth guy, I guess. Mm. I remember Diallo and Dennis Smith, because I like them a lot. Diallo is amazing. He's had the second highest vertical ever recorded at the Combine. Yeah. What? Yeah. Damn. That's why everyone was super hyped for this dude coming into the dunk contest. But Dennis Smith missed his first... I'm trying to... I'm. The other name keeps coming to me, and I keep forgetting it. Okay. Um, but Dennis Smith missed his first championship round dunk. So then it was just kind of over from there. He got right. like a 33, I think. They all gave him sixes and sevens still um, when people missed. So but so he was kind of out of it from the first dunk, and it kind of sucked. Because then on his second dunk, he got a 50. Mm-hmm. And then I think on the next one, he got a – I don't remember if he got another 50, but it was just – it 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 just sucked because he missed that first dunk and uh no I don't want highlights crap but other than that it, it was incredible like all the dunks were great the, there weren't there was one where someone who did they jump over cuz someone Diallo jumped over Shaq
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then someone jumped over D-Wade but he pushed off of D-Wade it didn't look as impressive because someone had just jumped over Shaq um you know that that kind of thing um, but it was good. There was a lot of I don't want highlights. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just want a report. Um, recapping standout moments, I guess. Here we go. This'll give me something. Maybe. I don't know. But the Dunk contest was great. Okay. I love Dennis Smith Jr., J. Cole was great. J. Cole almost threw down after the dunk too. Seriously? So yeah, so so <laughs> I forgot about this. Dennis Smith Jr. hits a dunk, right? And he's celebrating, and he's like, "Ah!" J Cole stands up from his chair, grabs the ball, and he runs up, and he gets up there, but he loses the ball, and he couldn't quite throw it oh, down. Oh man! Oh, dude, Giannis, you can see Giannis in the shot at sideline, and Giannis stood up, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh my <laughs> God, that would have been awesome! It was so cool! It was, oh my God! If if <laughs> if J Cole would have threw that down, I would have lost my shit." It was so great J. Cole played in college so. I know, exactly He's Play, he, the, played. he didn't warm up He was in jeans and street shoes at a baggy ass sweatshirt And he almost <laughs> threw down Oh my god Get J. Cole in the dunk contest
1: Get J. Cole in Speaking the dunk Speaking of contest. getting
0: people in the dunk contest Yeah Did you see what Giannis tweeted this yeah, morning? Yeah, I sure <laughs> did Giannis wants to be in the dunk contest next year
1: And then you, did you see who
0: and was And then the spider Mitchell Donovan Mitchell <laughs> Fucking replied and said If you're in, I'm in I'm hyped for the dunk contest next year.
1: Watch that not happen because this happens every... Giannis is going to try to dunk from the three-point line or something. Like, It can't be any worse than the last time he was in the dunk contest. Giannis? Giannis was in a dunk contest before. Really? Brooklyn.
0: I don't remember that. He was in Brooklyn. Okay, well, now it's going to be better because <laughs> he's a better athlete every year. You're right. I can't imagine what he's going to try to do. I'm super pumped for that. And Mitchell won it last year, so that's it's going to be amazing because he already knows what to do. He's already been there. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for this. Um Yeah. Uh three point contest was okay. Uh d- Chris Middleton had a sorry sorry showing. Um I was watching and I was like, you know, Kemba put up fifteen in his hometown not his hometown, but his you know, he's the hometown boy kinda because he plays for the Hornets. Right. And he only put up fifteen and I was like, Man, that's sad playing in front of your crowd, you know. And then K Mid goes up there and drops eleven. I was like, Fucking hell. Really? um (laughs) so but let's see here curry (laughs) curry's in his hometown both of them he's the best no steph i mean seth yeah i I wanted to see more out of steph out of seth because he's my dookie boy i like him a lot okay but okay we got to talk about steph steph was the favorite going into this yeah he's the best three-point shooter arguably in history okay of the nba he was in his hometown. Yeah. His dad was there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's won it before. Yes. Yeah, Steph's won the three-point contest before. He's <laughs> And he loses. <laughs> he jokes <laughs> And he loses to Tobias Harris.
1: I thought it was Joe Harris. Or
0: Joe Harris. I mean, my bad. Joe Harris. Which, granted, Joe Harris has, like, the second-best three-point percentage in the league right now. But come on, Steph. <laughs> All the bright lights are on you. You're in Uh, your hometown, (laughs) just,
1: it's just so disappointing. (laughs) You're like, very upset about that. I'm
0: very upset because, like, it was a it was going to be a good moment. Like, Steph was wearing a jacket from, like, what was it? Was
1: it the Charlotte Hornets?
0: No, it was. So, he was there as a kid when his dad was an all-star. Yeah. And he was wearing, like, those weird colored. I think it might have been a Hornets warm-up, mm-hmm. but it didn't have a Hornets logo on it. He had, like, a grown-up version of it. Oh, that's dope. I know. And it was super Like, I was so in on Steph Curry this weekend. And then he does that. And then, God, we're going to talk about the all-star game because I've been looking at the box score this morning. <laughs> It's not great. <laughs> Let me just say that. But I don't know. That was a little disappointing in my mind, uh, to not see Steph win. I wanted what he healed to do better. He actually balled out, but then he didn't do much in the final. Okay. Um and Devin Booker uh was a little bit of a disappointment too. Free no, not free throw, Jesus. What am I doing? Three point three point contest. I want to see who else was all in it. There was a lot of people this year. Dirk Dirk looked bad. Did he? <laughs> he looked bad. He looked better on quite with the highlights. He looked better on Sunday. I will say that. He, just he dropped bombs. <laughs> he hit a couple yeah. he hit a couple long bombs in the in the game. <clears throat> but in the actual three point contest, he airballed at least three of them. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. It it did not oh. look it did not look very good, I will oh. admit. Um <laughs> who else was it? Who else did we even have? Um, I still can't believe Joe Harris won. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Come on. Are they going to give me like actual Dirk? They're not going to give me actual results for this or anything, are they? Um, scores, highlights, maybe. Yay, Bleacher Report coming in clutch. Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Danny Green. Danny Green didn't look good either. Joe Harris, Buddy Heal, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk, and Kemba. Yeah. it, anyway, you know, it's entertaining, mm-hmm. but I'm just so disappointed to see Joe Harris win. <laughs> anyway, skills contest. Luca was out in the first round, so that was cool. You know who he lost to? Who? Trey Young. <laughs> awkward, right? <laughs> that is so awkward. <laughs> um... I'm pretty sure uh, Jason Tatum won. Okay. Duke boy. Love that. Um, he won with a half court shot. <laughs> he was running and whoever, whoever he was facing up with was shooting his three. He missed it. it bounced out and Tatum just hits the half court shot. It was kind of dope. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I like to see, I like to see the big men do it. It's, it's pretty fun to watch the big men do it. Yeah. Um, I was super pu- I was super excited for Luca, and then he gets bounced in the first round to Trey young, young, and I was very disappointed. That um, that must have been awkward. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I th- they hugged it out and everything. They were laughing. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was really funny. Who else was in it? I don't even. I'm not gonna look that one up. But that one, that one's it's fun to watch, but it's pretty quick and yeah, it's not that exciting. But I don't know. Dunk contest was great. We'll move on to Sunday night. Cause we, okay, so <laughs> we watched Elimination Chamber, obviously, yeah, but we had a second TV with the All-Star game on, so we didn't have our full attention on the All-Star game, but we had attention on the All-Star game. We watched it every once in a while, and despite all the stories going into the All-Star game, Team Giannis held their own. Like, the, all the stories were Team LeBron Le, – you know, LeBron drafted better. Giannis is going to get killed. Yeah,
1: because LeBron basically drafted everyone, he, everyone who's, like, <laughs> rumored to be
0: joining the Lakers. <laughs> Pretty much. And, you know, and LeBron's team admittedly did look better. But here's my argument. LeBron may be a better GM, but Giannis apparently right now is a better player. Because <laughs> LeBron – He, what did he, 19, 8, and 4. Giannis dropped, what, 20 in the first quarter. Honestly, he scored everything. He ended up with 38. Like, Giannis Giannis was just balling out. Uh, I mean, obviously, because he can just dunk over everyone. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, it was interesting. And, no, I'm not actually saying that Giannis is a better player than LeBron right now. I'm just saying he scored more. Um, I don't know. I was just curious on looking at these box score things here because you I want to look, talk
1: about the dunk
0: i do want to talk about the dunk <laughs> steph curry was in a two-on-one with Giannis, guarded by kevin durant and all of a sudden steph just chucks the ball at the ground and i was like what the fuck and it goes flying in the air super high up kevin durant like jumps for it misses it he goes yeah, into it, the basket. it
1: cleared durant by a wide by a long while <laughs> too
0: Giannis comes out of nowhere grabs it on the way down and throws it
1: in everyone just loses their mind i
0: have the best screenshot of him throwing that down on my phone
1: it's amazing i want to see if it's the same one as mine
0: it's the one that bleacher report sent
1: i think that's the same one. (laughs) it's
0: so dope i'll I'll have to check he's so high in the air i made the joke that steph curry was excited to be on Giannis's team so he didn't have to duck the (laughs) dunk this year
1: (laughs) Oh how how can we forget? Oh my god. Do I have do I have that screen that screen cap? But we need to talk about I I think I
0: used to. We need to talk about Steph Curry. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. We need to talk about Steph Curry because (laughs) Do you wanna guess how many threes Steph Curry took last night? Twenty. Almost. Twenty-five. No, less than twenty. Twenty three. Less than twenty. Twenty
1: two. Less than twenty. Less than (laughs) twenty? Yeah. 15 Higher 17 17 Okay
0: 4 For 17 Oh
1: my goodness Come on Steph Dude <laughs> Didn't Lillard do the same thing Like all his shots were threes But he barely hit Any of them but Where all- is What team was it Lillard But all of them were like From basically half court
0: D Lillard <laughs> 3 pointers 6 for 17 Field goals 6 for 17 <laughs> He only took threes. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Ben Simmons didn't take a three, so that's smart. Ben Simmons went five for five. Anthony Davis went two for two. One of them was a three-pointer. Let's go. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, Giannis went two for six from three-pointers. Joel Embiid went w- 0 for three. Kemba Walker went 0 for five. Mm. Like, and Giannis's team was up, like, 20. Right. And then they just – I think they just shit themselves because, like, you know, obviously James Harden started hitting a couple. I guess he only went four for 13. No one had a good <laughs> field goal percentage. KD went six for nine. That's about it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's ugly. It's a fun game to watch, but it's super ugly, especially when you start looking at the actual stats. Right. Um. This was why – chamber was on and this game was muted because (laughs) even though we had low expectations for chamber it still appealed to me more than the all-star game i'm more excited for sun or for saturday night all-star than i am for sunday night like every year i'm more excited for the dunk contest three-point contest skills contest so
1: i I mean they've got the all-star game has been really good since they changed that format though
0: yeah, but it's still no one plays defense until f- six minutes left. No,
1: but you expect that from an All Star game. Like I, but st- it's, it's just it's not fun. <clears throat> it's more exciting than it was. when Was just especially
0: easy. when Giannis is just dunking. <laughs> like I love to see him dunk.
1: Yeah, but it got Jesus. <laughs> no, it's but like every time I looked over, I was like, Oh, Giannis got the ball. Oh, he dunked on somebody. Okay, cool. <laughs> he
0: scored like the first twelve points. <laughs> was, like I don't even know. We it, literally, they were up fifty three to thirty seven at the end of one. Like and then they get outscored 50 to 36. So that just flipped the script there. And then 46 to 33 and that like they got outscored hard in the second half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It just wasn't it's just like it's fun for highlight films and that kind of stuff, but it's it's very unnecessary. I'm just glad no one gets hurt in these kind of games. Right, same. Knock on wood. <laughs> so, all right. One more thing to talk about, basketball related. NCAA.
1: I know where you're going with this. Just go with it. New
0: AP rankings are out today. Just go with it. New number one, baby. Duke Blue Devils. After Tennessee loses drastically to uh Kentucky. What did they get blown out by like 18 oh, they got points, I think? Drawer. Tennessee falls down all the way to number five from the top spot. Duke jumps to number one. Gonzaga takes number two. Virginia at three. Kentucky at four. And then Tennessee rounds it out at five. Uh, Michigan State hopped over Marquette. They're number 10. Marquette's now number 11. Um, Even though they have one more loss, that's cool. (laughs) Um, Show Marquette some respect. (sighs) Yeah, Wisconsin's still at 22, so that's good. Buffalo snuck in at 55, or 25, 55. Um, Yeah, I'm just glad that Duke is back in their rightful spot at number one because they are the best team in college basketball right now. Now, a lot of people are all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to pick Kentucky in March. Oh, my God, they're going to go all the way. Okay, they just beat Tennessee. Kentucky's got depth, man. They do have depth. They got a lot of depth. That's fine. They don't have the top four recruits, though. (laughs) And also, they could just as easily lose to Tennessee again. They could just as easily lose to Gonzaga, Virginia, Nevada, Michigan, North Carolina. Like,
1: I don't know why Kentucky just. Because when it comes to March in Kentucky, you just know they're always in it.
0: Kentucky has four losses right now.
1: Yeah. And they're number four.
0: The other teams around them. From top to bottom, have two losses, two losses, two losses, two losses, one loss, three loss. The next highest is North Carolina with five, which, good God, they should not be number eight with five losses. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They and should then Houston's sitting there with one loss at number nine. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I get the hype after beating number one Tennessee, but I don't think anyone believed Tennessee was number one to begin with. Even the ESPN power rankings were saying Duke is still number one. I, I, yes, Kentucky's good and they have depth. I just don't think after beating one number one seed that I'm going to pick them to go all the way.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say all the way, but I mean, picking, a deep the, run, pick, of picking them to They're go Kentucky. to like at least the elite eight. It's not far fetched because again, it's Kentucky. Well, they
0: haven't even won since they had Anthony Davis.
1: <laughs> no,
0: you're right. Like that's the last time they actually won the title. Like, yeah, they have good teams every year. I don't know. I don't. Th- this might be a hot take. Oh boy, I don't think Cal Perry's that good of a coach. You hush your mouth. Listen. You
1: hush. your Mouth. All right. We get it. Listen. You you worship the you worship uh, Coach K. Who is take a, Coach K, K a out of God this? Team. No 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 no.
0: Take Coach K out of this. Just solely looking at Cal Perry and what he's done. He is a great recruiter, mostly because he's at Kentucky. But he is a great
1: recruiter. He got top recruits to go to Memphis. That's also true. Like I said, he's a great. And recruiter. he got top recruits to go to UMass. He's a great recruiter. And he's a good. Co- and he's a great coach who's gotten all those aforementioned teams deep runs in the tournament. Deep, if you have those top recruits, why can't you win? By by that standard, we should be. I anyone can make the argument that Duke should be winning year in and year out. I agree. And Coach <laughs> K hasn't.
0: There's also been a lot of injuries and a lot of people who sit. <laughs>
1: if you're Still, still but when
0: you have people like Anthony Davis, John Wall, Boogie Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, the, I mean the list just goes on. Who they have the other the when they lost to Wisconsin. They oh, lost they they had Collie Stein and Cat, the Carl Anthony Towns, right? Am I making that up in my head? I think no. Carl Anthony Towns no. went to Kentucky, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um and who were their point guard? The Harrison Twins, who were just incredible. Yeah. In in college, college. I know. (laughs) But still, I mean, I I need to – okay, we're going to have to do some research here. All I've got to say is
1: if we're going to go by that, if that's the barometer we're going to go by, then Duke better win the tournament this year. I agree. If that's that's the barometer that we are going to set on Calipari, then there is zero excuse why Duke shouldn't win the tournament. I agree. And if they don't, I will personally circle right back to this fateful day and realize – And say, what happened? Like top recruits. But it's not always about the top recruits. If that was the case, then, I mean, I would say Alabama wins every year, but they essentially do. But still, it's it's March for a reason. That's why it's one of the best times of the year, because anyone can get anyone. I mean, some teams just uh, tactically can outplay some of these teams that have the top recruits. Because, yeah, you can be a great coach and you can have the, these top recruits and everything, but if another team comes in either A, hotter than you, or B, just pulls a tactical master class, what can you do?
0: Okay, well, Mike Krzyzewski has the second most championships in D1
1: history. What was the <laughs> last one he won? I don't know.
0: But uh, 2015.
1: <clears throat> they, should win every, they should win every year. But you though, can they make cons- that
0: argument for Kentucky. And Kentucky, like—
1: That's the same—you're trying to make that argument with a Kentucky, and I just think it's—I think it's a flawed argument because if we're going by that, several programs should Kentucky, have—
0: Kentucky—I'm not saying—okay, I'm not saying Kentucky and Duke should win every year. I'm saying Kentucky should have won more in the past. There have been— the a, teams that they have had, they should have won more. There have
1: been quite a few uh, other really good teams in the tournament that have pulled tactical masterclasses. Villanova, for instance— Gonzaga as much but as I hate to then, admit it. They don't get to any they don't even get to these championships. Because they run into the aforementioned teams that I've mentioned nine times out of ten. And eventually And that's
0: a lie, actually. Kentucky <clears throat> made it in 2014 and lost to Connecticut. Again, a four seed. I don't know. When's the last time a one seed even won? Doesn't even say. Oh, maybe that's the number of times they won. I don't know. Yeah, that's the number of times they won. Never mind. Um I'm just saying. I like you can make that argument that, you know, and even though okay, look at this. He's not even on this list. Shaseski has the most tournament game wins in history. I don't even see <laughs> I don't even see I'm forget it, Cal Perry on this list. He's not. Lute Olsen is on this list, and Calipari's not. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that he's a terrible coach. I'm just saying he's not as good as everyone says he is. He's a good recruiter. Not that great of a coach. I don't know how it's not that hard to argue. Izzo has more wins in the tournament. Obviously, John Wooden, Jim Calhoun, Rick Pitino. Beheim, Dean Smith, Roy Williams. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's all these names. And Cal Perry, final four appearances. You know how many Cal Perry has? Mm. Six. You want to know how many Szeszki has? Double that. So, yes, it's a good argument, but Szeszki has back been up at Krzyzewski. Duke,
1: and they've gotten everyone every year that he's no! been there. No,
0: Kentucky gets the top, not the top recruits. Cal Perry hasn't been at.
1: Gets, can, Calipari hasn't been at Kentucky his entire coaching career, though. No, but
0: when he is there, he gets a lot of top recruits.
1: Yes. <laughs> Again, if that oh, – no, no, and I know, no. and also
0: does Krzyzewski, but Krzyzewski obviously wins more.
1: How many years has Calipari been, in, been I, at Kentucky? I, I, I have no idea. I, I want to go at least – it's got to be around or sub-10.
0: So I, I, my guess was about nine years, but yeah,
1: I think it's like sub ten. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. The fact that he's already in a basketball Hall of Fame blows my mind because he's a good coach. Two thousand nine to present, so this is his tenth year.
1: Oh, so we were, we were in the ballpark. (laughs) He's a good coach. They don't elect, they don't put Joe Schmoes in the Hall of Fame. Okay, he was at,
0: he was at Memphis for nine years. Yeah. He made it to the Final Four once. So, But then he went to a better basketball school in Kentucky and started doing better. Cal Perry's not as good. At, he's a good he, coach. He's, he's just a, not as good as everyone says he is.
1: He's a, he's a damn good coach. He's a decent coach he's a damn who good landed coach. a good job. They don't put decent coaches in the Hall of Fame. They do if they coached for Kentucky. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Not necessarily.
0: (laughs) Anyway, we went off on a tangent there. When we come back from this little break, we're going to finally give our reactions to Elimination Chamber 2019. See you in a sec. Welcome back. First round KO here. Whether you're listening on the podcast or you're listening on YouTube, we welcome you to our 2019 edition of the Elimination Chamber Review, obviously I'm KO. This is Connor. Hello. Let's talk about Chamber. Buddy Murphy defeating Akira Tozawa.
1: We knew this was gonna happen. I was gonna say why why are we talking about this?
0: Because it was a good match. It was. It, it was a great really match. Was, honestly. It's always a great match. I and hate they that they never put him on the pre-show. Make the main card. I know. I hate that they put him on the pre-show every time because it was a good match. Yeah. And but you know of course Buddy Murphy wins. Uh, we were talking about what they should do at Mania with the cruiserweights. Put him
1: on the main card.
0: Yes, but as far as who challenges Murphy,
1: yeah, who's there left?
0: I mean, Humberto Carrillo is up there now.
1: I don't know who that is. He just to.
0: came up from NXT. Did he? Okay. He's very good. Um, he was part of the Fatal Four Way to determine the number one contender. Okay. Um, that Akira Tozawa won. He also faced Buddy Murphy in his 205 Live debut. Oh. And okay. took him to the limit, you know, in WWE terms. So there's that my suggestion and i believe nate said this too ladder match Ooh! instead of doing the ic belt ladder match put the cruiserweights in that spot because the cruiserweights could do a hell of a good time with that mm-hmm. like that would be an amazing match i th- that w- i think that would be incredible you can put people like cedric alexander you can put people like humberto carrillo You can put in all these guys, Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, Gran Metalik. Uh, You could put all those guys in there, and it could be an incredible eight-man ladder match for the title. And then you can do some surprise win, you know, give it – I don't even know who – you can do a call-up too. I'm trying to – who was it that I was thinking of? (sighs) I had a name in my head, and now I completely forgot it. There was someone from NXT that you could call up and do something with. But anyway –
1: Was it Keith Lee? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean yes but <laughs> that's not who i was thinking of i want to see you keith mentioned lee vers- keith, Levy, I I know, so see keith Lee i want to see keith lee versus buddy murphy i just want to see it happen um but yeah good match good pre-show shouldn't have been on the pre-show as we'll get to there's a different match that definitely should have been in that spot so we opened up the main card with the tag team elimination chamber match for the inaugural wwe women's tag team championship Now, Brian Alvarez put this beautifully on his own Twitter. The last, the the final two, or the final four, however you want to say it, the final two teams, that whole segment was beautiful, and it was very well told. It was very well performed. Props to all the women in in that final four spot. It was good. The rest of the match was very meh. I
1: did yeah, not it, enjoy it, the rest of it. It had,
0: it had its moments. There it was... had a couple moments. The Iconics pinning Naomi. Yep. Awesome spot. Apparently was uh last-minute rewrite to get Carmella and Naomi out of the match quickly. Ha! Huh. Just like we were speculating because of the whole— Not only the Carmella thing and Corey Graves commentating on that because they thought that would be awkward, but also the whole Naomi situation from Tuesday. uh, Tuesday? Thursday. 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 Um, so that was, that was a great spot. That was a great pin. It was a roll up pin. And then Peyton Royce jumped over and went into a jackknife cover. It was awesome. Double pin. Um, and then we had, so then Na Naya, Naya and Tamina come out and they hit a, uh, stereo Samoa drop, uh, on the Iconics to eliminate them. Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan got eliminated by Tamina. <laughs> cool. Um, after a superfly splash, to both wrestlers, mm-hmm. and she pinned both of them. It was awkward, um, but then Tamina gets eliminated because Naya charges at. I don't remember who she. Charged I think it was
1: at. one. I think it was from. I think it was. I want to say either Sonya or Mandy. Either fire
0: or desire. Yeah, um, and then
1: she just. I'm. Like, did you guys see like the back of that? Cell? Like, head, almost
0: head first into that. Like, pod. almost
1: ran completely out of the chamber. Like, <laughs> I was worried she was gonna like run through Naya the chamber.
0: went just dead ass straight into the ch- into the pod head first and just crashed into it. It's one of my new favorite gifts.
1: <laughs> you found amazing. the gift already? Oh yeah,
0: it's all over Twitter. Seriously? Uh, oh yeah. Yo, can you send that I'll to me? It. I'll Please find do. it. Please do. Give it to you. It was great. But then Tamina got. Uh, ganged up on by literally Sasha Bailey, everyone Mandy and Sonia. uh hug boss fire and desire <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh but yeah so what tamina gets pinned it, it protects naya they just leave now that i think about it naya should have got mad and beaten up the other four women i almost expected that to happen why didn't they do that because mm. tamina got pinned so Nia should be met whatever. I mean, That's if fine. any,
1: if anything, they'll run something where Nia just bulldozes through everyone tonight on th- Raw.
0: They, there's a small part of me that thinks they're going to run a Nia versus Tamina program.
1: <laughs> oh, what we all want to
0: see. <laughs> they actually got a big pop at Evolution. Do you remember that in the Battle Royal when they had a face-off? There's actually – everyone was actually super excited about it for whatever reason.
1: I don't mean to be that guy – but that face-off also came not even two weeks after the heels of Roman's unfortunate announcement.
0: True. Anyway. So uh, well, I guarantee that, you it was something
1: because be they made the because they made the slight Roman tribute with the ooh-ah <laughs> before they decked somebody in the face. I'm just
0: worried that they're gonna run that program. So and am I. I'm
1: not looking forward to that.
0: But anyway, um. So Which, yeah. So then the final four were Fire and Desire versus the Boss and Hug, and it was a very good back and forth. It was awesome. It was, uh, you know there. were... Bailey got taken out. She went, like, spine first into the
1: the middle the, the pod, middle the pod yeah. But, like, the
0: pod, bad. the pod, like, pull. Yeah. It, it looked really bad. And she, But credit yep. to her, she sold it very see, well. Because, like, like, all she of us fine. were
1: just in full-fledged she was cringe mode. She was
0: definitely fine afterwards. But, so, yeah, so then Mandy and Sonya start going after Banks. Mandy actually hits her finisher, which is, I keep forgetting what the actual name of it is. It's basically a gla- glam bomb.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like for Beth Phoenix's finisher, I think it actually is what it is. Because we all it's thought also,
1: we all thought that she had it. I know it's also
0: Tomasa Champa's finisher, the, the fairy tale ending. The fairy tale ending. But yeah. anyway, the, yeah. So she, Mandy hits that on Banks. Banks kicks out a great right near fall. We all thought that might have been it. Mm-hmm. And then Banks gets. Oh, the Banks took out Mandy somehow, and then Banks. Beca- and this was a great story. So because the last couple weeks. Banks kept getting injured, and Bailey had to fight these matches on her own. Mm-hmm. She won the first one, then but then she lost. Um, I just remembered something that I need to bring up in a sec. But so the story was that Banks kept getting injured, and Bailey ha- kept having stand up. In this match, Bailey got taken out, and Banks stepped up. She got uh, Sonia in a modified bank statement. She couldn't quite get it because of her hurt shoulder. Yeah, so, so she, she used, used her leg, her, her leg, which was incredible. It looked awesome, and I believe Sonya tapped. Yes, yeah, Sonia tapped out to that new first ever women's champion, women's tag team champions Sasha and Bailey.
1: Did we really have a doubt? Yes. Like I didn't. Because, I I knew they had to put it on two of the four horsewomen because see, the other yeah, two see. are going to be in the main event at Mania. I, I it still, just made I sense. I stand
0: by my thinking that it would have almost been better to. Put them on a heel team, like Fire and Desire. Have them steal a win somehow, like cheat to win, and then have Banks and Bailey win at Mania. I think that's just a better moment. Now they're probably gonna fight, fight. But b- for fire the first
1: inaugural, for the inaugural. Now
0: there's a good argument because here's a fun fact for you: hmm. all four women's champion. Well, I mean three, counting two the two belts uh, right. of the tag belts. All four women's championships, the first. Can you name the first champions for each belt?
1: For All right, so which ones am I going for? Raw Raw Women's Champion. The first Raw Women's yes. Champion?
0: As in when it got converted from the Divas belt. Charlotte. First
1: SmackDown Women's Champion. Becky Lynch.
0: First Tag Team Champions. Banks and Bailey. So it does make sense. I so I get it there. I just personally feel like they could have done a better WrestleMania moment. But I mean they can they'll figure it out. I I, <laughs> I forget that they ruined charlotte's pay-per-view streak and gave bailey the title at fucking Vass Lane two years ago
1: i'm okay with it it was uh, awful <laughs> so bad now don't get me wrong i can i see exactly the point you're making a hundred and twenty percent the only thing where i would say that the moment should have been at mania was if this first ever match was at mania i think i think for the sake of it being the first time they could have done a ladder match they could have oh that would have been but for the first time ever that's fair like it almost had to go to banks and bailey that's fine those two it it had to be those two
0: that's fine the iconic's gonna win it at mania (laughs) this was a good match though like i said the last couple minutes were the best the rest of it was kind of meh uh, then we had the Usos taking on Shane and Miz for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Before the match, Miz came out with Maurice and announced they're having another child. And to celebrate, we're gonna drop our Tag Team <laughs> Championships. <laughs> 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 um, it was a okay match. I guess I've heard some decent reviews. Apparently they, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't pay too much attention to this one. Um, th-
1: for me, all the all the buzz was about how, not even what seventy two hours or so after, was it Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy yeah. gets arrested. They slap the belts on. And, and Jimmy's and, the one that picked up the pin, right? <laughs> and so in my mind, I in my mind I was kind of just like, oh, because I was going to switch uh, to the Usos. And so I'll give you a little bit of intel on how on how I
0: switched away from the Usos uh, on
1: how my mind was going to go uh, on Sunday, prior to the whole thing on Thursday, right? Yeah. Because we did our picks
0: on Wednesday.
1: Right. Like, I went back that night, and I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I think they're going to go put it on the It's Partially because you raised that great point about wanting to keep them happy and everything, knowing that they're still – they, they haven't re-signed the deal. Leave. Right. And I, to... I'm i under the impression they were going to re-sign regardless, I think, because they've been on – They've
0: been booked very well. Yeah,
1: they've been booked, booked very, very well. So you raised that so you raised that point up and then I was also thinking of the of you know they you can't have mania without a McMahon moment in the last 4 years apparently. Q Shane. Yep. Cuz I mean I mean what in the last few years we've had we've had Triple H in a match with Seth Rollins with Stephanie nearby. Triple H with Roman. Yeah, tri-
0: Triple H with Roman, Triple H with Seth, Shane in the cell with Undertaker. Yep. Last year we had Triple H and Stephanie.
1: Yep. And then there, you had Shane. the
0: one in between there. Shane and Styles.
1: Yeah, Shane and Styles. Dad. Then last, then last year you had Shane and and Daniel Bryan.
0: Oh my God, and Stephanie and Triple H. And, and
1: what? I mean, and what's the common denominator here? Shane or Stephanie? You can't, and especially since, since they are. And
0: Stephanie's not doing anything this year. Right. Yeah. No. Like and I said, sense- like. I should have listened to myself on the podcast. I don't know why I switched away from the Usos because right. I was scared of the arrest.
1: Right. The no, that's the, the reason why I stayed. Why I stayed yeah. with them is was because of the arrest. Because exactly. I was going into Sunday, I was like, I'm gonna pick the Usos. Me too. The moment the arrest happened, I was like, I, I got to, I got to your house. I was like, I have to switch. I there's there's just no sucked. way they're actually gonna but do it. They They'll wanted have to keep win. them happy. Yep. Because
0: they want them to resign. They want to give them a WrestleMania moment again, so they can resign because they never really had one. No. I, I'm convinced that they're gonna go retain at Mania now. Shane and Miz are gonna start feuding, and I, you know, fast lanes too quickly. I thought, I thought after the arrest that they would call an audible and have just a random uh, defense on a SmackDown and lose that that, that that way.
1: That's what I was thinking. I thought they would just yeah. like have them lose that on and then Sunday, and then have, and just have them win exactly. on uh, SmackDown two nights um, after.
0: And then yeah, just but uh, you know, I, but for all those reasons, should have stuck with the Usos. I was right. I'll get the point for that, but. Didn't help me on Sunday. But, yeah, uh, other than that, okay, I have a problem with the end of the match. Miz hit – okay, so Shane Shane hits a coast-to-coast, goes for a second coast-to-coast, gets super kicked out of the air, right? So then Miz sets up Jay on the announcer table. Jay's the one who super kicked him. So Mm -hmm. Shane is going for his revenge on the super kick for a diving elbow into the announce table. Hits that. Jay and Shane are down, right? Miz throws Jimmy back into the ring. Hits a skull-crushing finale on Jimmy and goes for the pin. On the two count, Jimmy kicks out of the move, out of Miz's finisher, I might add, and pins Miz off of that. I don't like that. How can, Why does it make any sense that the guy who just took a finishing move has the advantage to pin the guy who hit the finishing move? Why should Miz be at the disadvantage after hitting the skull crushing finale? I don't like that at all. I th- I th- that totally it it it's basically a no sell of the finishing move, which it's not a finishing not move. Not necess- because it didn't finish the match. <laughs> not necessarily.
1: But. I mean, because it looked effective, and then and then he kicked out, and then he he like played possum in a way because he lay there when Miz was like in shock, and then he. But had why was that, he, he able he to play possum? And just took a finishing move. Know what I mean?
0: Uh, yeah, like,
1: no, I I see, I see what you mean. But. I don't
0: mind it. But it, it logically it doesn't, I, I don't like it. It's messy, you know? So, whatever. Speaking of messy, <laughs> Finn Balor is your new Intercontinental Champion.
1: And this was the one that I also got wrong, but I was very happy I got I, it wrong. See, and that's the thing. Okay. Every, <laughs> every
0: review, because I've listened to a couple of reviews already this morning, every review that I listen to complains mm-hmm. about this match. They love the end result but they complain about everything in the match why was it a handicap match it was only to pin it was only to pin Leo you know it was a sloppy match Finn looked like a Finn looked like a jackass because he he's out here dodging the big guy and picking on the little guy pinning the little guy for the big guy's title like Finn kind of looks like a dick
1: <laughs> yeah but like, I'm yeah but I mean the rules are rules I mean you and can pin then, anyone
0: after the match Bobby and Leo break up. I don't want to see that. Bobby and Leo are great together. And now Bobby has to talk for himself. Kind of. I guess Corbin's going to talk for him. He's back with Corbin. We'll get to that, but.
1: So what you so my question here is Leo
0: just goes back to 205 live. That was my next question
1: like do they, do they just send Leo back to 205 I live? Guess, which he, sucks had his, he, he had he's his he had his little brief little Monday night raw couple month cameo know, and, and now had, like, back a couple to 205. Right. Which
0: I mean he was on to like he was also in the the number one contender. I was going to say wasn't away. he like d-
1: bouncing back and forth for a little bit? Yeah, he's also been wrestling 205 live so that's
0: fine but he's good and he's a good mouthpiece. I all of like everything in this match besides Finn winning the title I just I didn't like the Match was I sloppy. Agree. I can agree with the match that. Match was yeah. sloppy. I didn't like the psychology of it. I, it, it just not a lot of it made sense. Yeah, I
1: do feel like the one saving grace for that was the fact that there's finally a belt on Finn. Which, I think, and that's like the universal yeah. thing everyone likes. But I won. I just wonder how much of it is uh, at what cost. I don't. I hope this doesn't become Hopefully. a become that situation. Situation like, oh yeah, Finn finally got a belt. He's going into Mania with a belt. At what? Cost it was a shitty match.
0: Fantasy booking in my head here. I'm hoping. Demon Finn. No, I'm hoping Shinsuke Nakamura beats our truth at WrestleMania for the U.S. belt. Yeah. Shinsuke and Finn get traded at the brand split.
1: The brand split's happening after Mania. Yes. I'm saying yeah. So you want the intercontinental?
0: Yeah. uh, They'll they'll flip the belts again because it feels like they do it every year. Finn goes to SmackDown. Shinsuke goes to Raw.
1: Shinsuke hasn't had a run on Raw, so I feel like he needs a run on Raw. Finn has
0: not had a run on SmackDown
1: and i feel like smackdown fox will love having a guy as over i will personally miss having him on raw but and that gives me more incentive I, to watch smackdown even more and the
0: Shinsuke character could do wonders on raw
1: given some of giving some of the players that are use him. right given some of the people that are on like, raw
0: yeah so that's my that's my little fantasy I, I think whoever
1: wins the title i don't know
0: i honestly don't know if shinsuke is going to be in the us title picture come mania but whoever wins the title i think will get traded with Finn. I just hope it's Shins game. So you to, so you
1: definitely for sure think Finn's gone.
0: I think he's gone to SmackDown, yeah. I think it's the best move.
1: Right.
0: Um Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. You wanna guess how long this match was?
1: <sighs> Two minutes. Less than that. Minute twenty. <laughs> Minute forty. <laughs> Why? I'm angry. Why? I am legitimately angry at this. Please tell me. I for. am one hundred percent so pissed off at this. I'll change your mind. <laughs> bet you won't <laughs> bet you won't so first I will start with exactly what you said yesterday this was a fucking I can't I'm it's fine. well it's I, fine it's the it's the one I've said all episode <laughs> I somehow made it 45 minutes in and I haven't sworn once that's a new record until now anyways Yeah, we still got we still got sponsorships after dropping f-bombs look at us uh, mo- moving on Let's start with the first thing that, that, you, uh, that again, you mentioned the other day. Everyone and their great, 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 great grandma knew exactly what's coming at Mania. It's going to be Ronda versus Becky and or, most likely and, Charlotte. It's a foregone conclusion, probably main event. Nothing's going to change it. They've talked about it. They've hinted at it. They're already promoting it. It's just happening at the very end. At the very least, just send Ruby out there, at the very least, and not literally, literally have her just serve as the greatest reminder of how they have absolutely screwed up the Riot Squad. The one good thing, the one good thing. They, could, they don't have to win titles. They could, just, they could just play, like, the perfect foil. They could just play the perfect foil. They're not even foils. They're literally a stepping stone. Ruby Riot got squashed. Her credibility is done. Whatever credibility was left after they lost to Natalya is done. Yeah. It's pathetic. It is a waste of the Riot squad. It is a waste of each and every one of them. I don't know like, why. Like, where do they go from here? I don't know why
0: anyone had any hope going into this match. I knew. I had a I had a sneaky suspicion it was
1: going to be a squash, but I at least wanted, sure a, I said it. wanted a split second. I wanted a split second. Literally no offense. Yeah, I wanted just some, anything It could have just been a little There was nothing It was literally just Ronda goes out there With her Mortal Kombat at- attire and Which just, was dope m- Which was really <laughs> dope And Mortal Kombat's the hell out of freaking Ruby Riot. She
0: literally, before putting in the arm bar Said, flawless victory Yep, which is kind of dope <laughs> Okay this was This was a wrestling segment Not a match and I hated it regardless. We can literally forget that Ruby was in this.
1: Oh, we are. Because it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because we're probably going to forget Ruby exists on the roster after this. Maybe, and that's fine. <laughs> no, it's not fine. You can't say that we're forgetting him is fine.
0: It's not like she's one of the top people. Like, I get how she's you, good, but they they're not. They can build
1: her. But they they're can... not. <laughs> they but can. They could have done they something. They could build anyone. They could have done something in this match. Look at what
0: they've done match. with Kofi. But they, could... they could have. But they're not like. There's been no hope for Ruby Riot. We thought, okay, th- picture back to Super Show, uh, Super Showdown. Yes. They, uh, Ronda, I believe they did a double tap spot with Liv and Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. We all thought they're protecting Ruby for a future title shot against Ronda. Mm-hmm. The next night on Monday Night Raw, she beat Ruby in uh, probably about a minute and forty again. So I don't know. I I I had a little hope that they might make it into a somewhat of a match. I knew it wasn't going longer than 5 minutes. Same, but I don't know why anyone had any hope that this was going to be anything more
1: than what it was. I for the record, I'm not saying this I saying I wanted this match to go very long. All right. I just wanted a br- just 30 seconds of ruby offense something got to ronda she's st- let's let's build ronda yeah you want to build ronda what more can we build ronda on? and i'm saying this as a ronda Minute fan 40 squash match. what more can, what more is there to build from with her nothing now <laughs> there was nothing before it's, it's it's a quick squash match i would i would have much rather liked it if ruby was doing her entrance and then becky limps out with her i am i injured i don't know am i injured thing and just the wax Ruby across the head with a crutch. The match doesn't even happen, and then there's a and then there's that showdown between Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda. No, because I would have much rather that.
0: Then you have Ruby having a claim towards Ronda. Then you have to do another match.
1: Okay. You get this out of the way. I'm, I'm fine with another match. Then a, you
0: would have just had this at Fastlane.
1: <laughs> no, you, you, they could do it tonight this, on Raw. They could do it was, tonight okay, on Raw.
0: This whole segment, Ronda winning clean was to build up Ronda so that when. Becky eventually beats her at WrestleMania, it makes Becky look that much better.
1: Because she squashed Ruby Riot.
0: It's the whole Roman thing. Like, Becky has become—you're building people up so that Roman can beat them.
1: <laughs> they don't need to build Ronda anymore than she's already built. That's what I don't— but,
0: but, but, but you're not trying to build up Ruby either. So, why give Ruby any offense if you are trying to if you want Ronda to be at the highest level that she can be for WrestleMania? She already why is. Why would you give anything to Ruby? She's but already. if you give anything to Ruby, it takes away. 30, because they, because 30 they,
1: seconds of offense is going to take away the shine of Ronda because Rousey. Because they
0: have booked her so badly, and she has not been any sense of a threat since her match last year against Charlotte at Fastlane. It would take away anything from Ronda to give her offense. Not necessi- I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's... not
1: necessarily. Because if that's the case, when Ronda made her TV debut against Alicia Fox and Alicia Fox out, and you could have been like, "Oh wow, she took damage from Alicia." That's her TV debut. Now she's a year, a year veteran. Still, I thought... like I she like Ruby could have like tried to get some shots and Ronda just stands there and just takes it like really, and then just judo throws her. I would have been happy with it. Oh, I thought it was. I saw breaking in baseball. It's not oh. what I thought. Bruce Bochy's gonna retire yeah, after 2019.
0: Anyway, okay, let's talk about the. Oh, I, okay. So after the match, Charlotte goes in there for a face to face. Becky comes out on
1: crutches. She and doesn't know how to use Sign her. of security ever. It was bad. It was, it was so bad. It was the security was terrible. They're That's over. All they're over milking. I I didn't think it was possible for them to over milk Becky, but they're they over milk. They're
0: over milking Stone Cold Becky Lynch. They really are. That's really what it's come down to.
1: It was a joke at first, and now they're like, oh, now let's it, capitalize. Yeah.
0: Um, but Becky comes out on a terrible acting with crutches and she like hobbles into the ring and she stands up and she starts beating up Charlotte with the crutch. Mind
1: you, not limping.
0: Not. Yeah. Barely limping. And she's beating up Charlotte. Rhonda picks up a crutch at one point and it looks like they're going to double team Charlotte. But then Becky just attacks Rhonda with the crutch. She leaves both women laying.
1: And And she gets taken out with handcuffs.
0: She busted Rhonda open hard. But, um. Yeah. Becky just take it. Gets taken out in handcuffs.
1: And then this. And then remembers to limp, while she's being taken on handcuffs.
0: It was just. I. Uh,
1: it was so poorly executed. I'm sorry. I think bad. it was all
0: unnecessary. It was all. Becky th- that, that. That's the word. I don't think we needed Becky.
1: We. They didn't need Becky. I don't
0: think we need. But she's suspended. The only show she's been suspended from has been SmackDown last week.
1: That's they're, it. They're over milking her. They. I mean, credit to WWE for realizing what they have in Becky but there's such but there is such thing as overexposure yeah. and i and i really the only thing that is saving becky from reaching just complete you know what's the word i'm what's the uh, oversaturation the only thing saving WWE from the fact that they that they that we aren't getting a complete oversaturation of becky to the point where no one wants to see her anymore is because everyone loves her yeah. so they could they could literally pull a roman on us with with becky And nobody would mind because Becky's universally loved. So they're getting away with it. And I think that WWE realizes that they're getting away with it. So they're going to milk it till the cows come home and then some. But it's just as much as I love Becky, it's getting annoying. It's getting very annoying to the point where it's like, did we really need Becky? We didn't really need Becky here. Oh, let's throw Becky. The story is going to write itself literally in 24 hours after Elimination Chamber. You can hold off on Becky for 24 hours. I agree.
0: Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman in their no dequal- disqualification match. Um, Corbin Corbin was about to be beat f- via a running power slam through a t- table.
1: And you, Drew McIntyre. Drew
0: McIntyre comes out with a chair, and Strowman is about to fend off McIntyre when Bobby Lashley attacks him with a chair from behind. Um <sighs> This was just three men beating down on Braun Strowman. Strowman. So, in other words, a
1: rehash of the last two, three months of 2018. We're just back wrong. in
0: November of 2018. Honestly. Um, yeah, Strowman had a couple comebacks for a couple seconds, but then they would he would ultimately get beat up. They eventually set up the steel steps and two tables in the ring, two stacked tables, I might add.
1: I kind of like this spot.
0: It was kind of cool. Um, they basically did a shield power bomb through the two tables and
1: referenced the shields while doing it. Yeah, and they kept calling them the trio, and they're like, "Well, we're used to we're we're used to seeing a, a specific trio doing this move, but not this trio." And then he, then they, trio bombed them through. The only way that I'm okay
0: with any of this is if we end up getting Strowman versus McIntyre at Mania, and McIntyre wins. That's the only way
1: I'm okay with this. It it further buries Braun, but you got, you got that's the lo, that's the most logical thing for Drew. Now it is the most logical thing for Drew. Here's a question, and I hopefully have an answer.
0: They took Braun Strowman out of the Royal Rumble match against Brock Lesnar because they did not want to beat Braun Strowman. They did not want him to lose another match. So why, on God's green earth, would you then put him in a no disqualification match? Against Baron Corbin and have him take a loss. Granted, it was against three people, but it's still a loss to Baron Corbin. What like it makes no sense.
1: I wanted. I want to answer your question.
0: It would look better if he loses to Lesnar than it would this, like because I
1: mean because we would assume it would be a much better showing than Crown Jewel.
0: Oh my god!
1: But. I want to answer your question. I really wish I could say I have even some form of a hypothesis on this question, but I don't, and it's stupid. And for every somewhat decent thing WWE gets right, they are unbelievably (sighs) tone-deaf and stupid on about five other things. So for the one, they could do one thing halfway decent, decent, you're like, oh, okay, tip of the cap. Tip of the cap, Vince. They... Screw up ten other things at the same time. It's like, well, it's not even enough to say one decision offsets the other.
0: Although. Although. Speaking of what they get right. The WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Right on cue. Phenomenal.
1: I'm just mad that I went to a game that ended up being forfeited to miss this match.
0: You need to rewatch this match. I will. This is being called one of the best elimination chamber matches ever. It, I, I agree. Now, the only complaint I have is that Samoa Joe was the first eliminated.
1: Really, that's unfortunate. Who eliminated him?
0: <laughs> would you like to take a guess?
1: <laughs> out
0: of the, out of the no no no, think about this for a second. Out yeah. of the other five men, who would it make the least? Maybe not the least sense, but who? Who would WWE look at in this match and say, yeah, he should pin Samoa Joe? Jeff Hardy? No. AJ Styles? AJ Styles. So now AJ Styles, fun fact for you, has pinned Samoa Joe in WWE Championship matches, I believe, five different times in the past six months.
1: (laughs) That's that's not good if your name's Samoa Joe.
0: (laughs) That's awful. Because I believe they had four matches, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Awful. Awful, awful. Phenomenal forearm to Joe. It was actually a good spot. So Joe had Kofi in the Coquina Clutch like on Tuesday. And Kofi went up the top rope to try to get that pin like on Tuesday. Right? Mm-hmm. Joe kicks out because he he knew what was about to happen. Phenomenal forearm right after that. One, two, three. It was a decent spot. I just hate that he was he, he was already out the first guy. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm a little sick right now. Um, so Jeff Hardy was the next eliminated, uh, Dana Bryan running knee, nothing special. He did a awesome spot where AJ styles was like, you know, how Nakamura puts people on the top rope and then does that running knee. Mm -hmm. He was up. uh, AJ styles was up like that. Jeff Hardy was on the top of the pod and hit a swanton bomb on AJ styles. Oh, while AJ was laying on the top rope. Oh, It was pretty dope. Um, But then, yes, he took a running knee and got pinned by Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles then went for a phenomenal forearm on Kofi Kingston. But while he was standing on the top rope, Randy Orton grabbed him, literally grabbed him out of the air and hit him with an RKO Mm. and potentially set up their WrestleMania match, which is very unfortunate, but it looks like it's what's going to happen. Um, Because that solves what exactly nothing (laughs) thank Um, you (laughs) Randy Orton then ate a trouble in paradise from Kofi Kingston and got pinned now I I did like the very good storytelling everyone thinks Randy Orton is lazy and he was number six he was the last one to come out two people were already eliminated by the time he came out of his pod (laughs) so you could feel the energy in the arena when he came out and it was like Oh, God, they might actually give him the belt without (laughs) actually making him do anything. (laughs) You could feel it. It was funny. Uh, But, no, he gets pinned by Kofi Kingston. So then the final two, as it should be, Kofi Kingston,
1: Daniel Bryan. Now, from what I heard, I heard that this was one of the matches where everyone was so, like, emotionally just... Daniel
0: Bryan... In two, first of all, he's the first man to defend both the World Heavyweight and the WWE Championship successfully in Elimination Chamber. The only man to ever do that. Daniel Bryan has made us believe, he has convinced us during these matches, that Kofi Kingston and Santino Marella were going to win the world titles.
1: <laughs> okay, I forget Santino Morello was in one of these Santino,
0: it was Santino versus Daniel Bryan And Santino had hit him with the Cobra And was pinning him for a near fall People believed that Santino was about to go to WrestleMania Okay, but Kofi
1: Kingston, people people forget has
0: No, I agree, Kofi was fantastic But I'm just saying, Daniel Bryan is phenomenal Okay, so I don't even know how this all went Daniel hit a running knee that's where I'll start. Daniel hit a running knee on Kofi Kingston. Kofi kicked out at 2.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One of the best spots. Daniel then does his weird thing where he grabs the arm, stomps on the head, kicks out of that. LaBelle Lock. Kicks out of that. Or gets to the rope cuz apparently Is rope LaBelle breaks Lock something. just a new
1: just a yeah, Yes it's the Lock yes but Yes
0: Lock. That's what it used to be called until he changed it to the Yes Lock. Now it's back cuz the Yes movement's dead. Um apparently rope breaks are thing. thing. jeez, I'm sorry. Eh Apparently, rope breaks are a thing in chamber matches now. Would have never known. So, that's cool. But, anyway, Kofi got to the ropes. He hit an SOS for an amazing near fall that we all got super hyped for. And, okay, honestly, I was sitting there and I was... I didn't buy into the near falls, unfortunately. Like, I was sitting there and I was like, I really, really want Kofi to win. But it's just not going to happen. Like, I never... I don't I think it was just me being cynical. I never actually everyone bought into the Near Falls. Everyone was like, "Okay, maybe he might actually win."
1: Everyone in the everyone in the room was Everyone
0: in the room and everyone that I've listened to already doing reviews have uh, they've all said that they bought into these Near Falls, which is it's great. I I on any other day I might have too. It's, I'm not saying that I'm I'm not I'm just saying I just never did. Um and so he hit the SOS kick out and then Daniel I don't remember where how this led up. Oh, he was doing his running knees,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then Kofi, I believe, hit a trouble trouble in paradise again, or on, on Daniel, for a hell of a near fall. And then they go up to the top, and Kofi's up there, and he like he's bashing Daniel. They they both tease suplexes off the top of the pod. Eventually, Daniel falls down, and Kofi goes for a frog splash off the top rope. And he misses the frog splash, and Daniel gets up and hits another running knee for the one two three, and the crowd didn't even boo. The crowd was just silent. The crowd was so disappointed. They ended up booing Daniel at some point, but Daniel left, and while Kofi was leaving the, uh, or was trying to leave the elimination chamber because he was dead for being in that match for thirty six
1: minutes. I th- "What did uh, Xavier and Biggie?" Xavier go out? and
0: Biggie came out, and they. Consoled him, and the f- closing shot was New Day sitting on the steps with the WrestleMania sign in the back.
1: That's fucking dope. It, it was so dope. Let's it was do such it. a
0: good moment. They got it. He, he got a thank you, Kofi chant. It was amazing. It w- it was legitimately amazing. I didn't even buy into the near falls, but they were phenomenal. We all got super hyped. I, everyone has been talking about how in WWE nowadays it's very rare that you get emotionally invested in these kind of matches that is very true and the fact that they have done this with Kofi Kingston in what 6 days
1: mhm
0: is just phenomenal like they have told the story within 6 days about how Kofi could have just won and they told it perfectly we all wanted it to happen. Right. And I
1: like how they've been playing up like Kofi's like his like his history in the WWE. It's not like he's just some random. They keep like saying. He's like he's he's been in the limelight. He's before.
0: waited eleven years for this. hmm And I'm convinced that I don't know if he'll win, but I'm convinced that it will be Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania.
1: I want it to be Kofi I'm and convinced. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. We'll
0: see how that goes. But what a phenomenal match. It was great. Now that match was good. The last few minutes of the women's match was good. That's about it. I like that Finn won.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like the match. I like that I like that the Usos won. Didn't like the match. Mm-hmm. I like that Ronda won. Of course, I don't care about the match because it basically didn't happen. <laughs> what match? And Baron Corbin and Braun Strowman should have been on the pre-show. That was awful. But anyway, it was a good it was a good show. I would give this show. I might sound terrible on this. I'll give it a three point five out of five. Okay. It what it? I've heard people giving this a five out of five. I've heard people giving four. This what well,
1: this doesn't it didn't deserve a five. I, I, people really liked it. Why? Be, because it had the. I guarantee you they gave them. Again, they didn't give the card a five. They gave the moments a
0: five. Which and and that's fine. That wrestling's about <clears throat> the moments. Yeah, fine.
1: But if it's all about the moments, I mean.
0: Also, star ratings are completely objective, so if they want to give it a five, that's fine. I suppose they they say that on Wrestling Observer all the time. It's like, okay, if Dave gives it a five, and you don't think it's a five, that's fine. Give it a four. It's just one man's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and It's like, you know what? You're right. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a three three point five out of five. It was it was good. the The last moment was very good, and I like the outcomes, but the the middle matches. The, really, the first six matches didn't impress me too much. I so I can't give it more than a three point five.
1: I guess you give it a three. It's yeah. just it's just it's it was just literally bang average for me. That's fair. You know, like for me, like the moments were the moments were great. I the the for me the Banks and Bailey win was inevitable, but I really liked I just really liked the moment Finn getting a belt at this stage it was kind of a shock but it was a nice shock mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's nice to know that he'll go into Mania with a belt most likely please for the love of all that is sacred and holy pull the trigger on Demon Finn at Mania um, thank I think you. they will like with the title defense they, they have they to will. they have to um, now it's a matter of who he goes up against true okay. um, Kevin Owens oh wow but didn't they turn Kevin Owens
0: they could just easily make him a heel,
1: because he's been if giving. He did turn it was Bec- for five minutes. Because on Raw. they've been, he's been giving some very wholesome promos recently.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, but like that's just a. You can make him excited. You can just come back and make him heal again, pretty easily.
1: I suppose. I mean, yeah.
0: God, look at Elias at the Rumble.
1: <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> um, You're right. Huh, I, don't I mean, know, they could. Saying, they
1: could put Elias in this spot too. Kevin, uh,
0: that's eh, – I rather Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor in NXT were some of the, some of the greatest matches. Like that ladder match, uh, Beast in the East, mm-hmm. holy crap, amazing. Um, but yeah, I
1: don't yeah. know these. The moments in this one were good, and some of the matches that were, to, were that were partnered with the moments were above average to good.
0: Fair enough, that's fine.
1: And the, yeah, it's it was just an average pay per view. I mean, it was. My expectations are very, very borderline cynically low for Fastlane.
0: Yes. I'm hoping Fastlane is number one contendership matches. Yeah. There should be
1: no title matches. Fastlane.
0: You could maybe do the Raw Tag Team Championships because they weren't on. You could do the U.S. belt.
1: Because that wasn't on.
0: But the other ones should all be number one contendership matches. Like. Seth, Seth obviously shouldn't put his match on the line, but you're. I think we're gonna get Becky versus Charlotte. We should get you know Kevin Owens versus Elias. Maybe that you know. Or we could do, uh, SmackDown Tag Team. You know, Bar versus the new uh, the Good Brothers or something. Mm-hmm. And that or Heavy Machinery versus the Good Brothers because I think they should do Heavy Machinery versus the Usos. I
1: do think that in Fastlane that one of the call ups should have a match.
0: EC3 versus Elias. EC3 versus Finn Balor or something. It's Just kidding, I don't e- know.
1: EC3 versus Dean.
0: Oh, God, that's right.
1: That's probably going to happen.
0: EC3 just needs to cut a promo. Anyway. Seriously. I think it should just be number one contendership matches. Yeah. Like, Kofi needs to win a number one contendership match to face Daniel Bryan. That they, kind of
1: thing. They can't really... A- in a way, you I feel like they 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 might look and be like, oh, we can afford it. Fastlane's a slight dud. Mania is literally that, three weeks out. Because otherwise,
0: we're gonna get more Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey matches, right. where it's like we all know who's winning. In a way, yeah. I don't want that, and that's usually what Fastlane is. They should honestly just not have Fastlane. <laughs>
1: but, I I like the fact that they have a little bit of something in between that, because um, it, it just feels like an eternity. Between chamber and mania for me personally. Six
0: weeks isn't that much though, and you get to build more stuff.
1: That's true, but I still think it, they it,
0: can. I think it builds more anticipation rather than having WrestleMania three weeks after your last pay per view. I don't know.
1: I mean Fastlane is just I mean, the way that it is now, Fastlane just just got relegated to glorified house show it is g- a given minor.
0: It's literally basically roadblock.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is just glorified house show now. But anyway, that's all the time we have for
0: today. Thank you all for listening. And uh, next time,
1: not sure what we'll talk about. Hey, you want to talk baseball predictions? We could. We
0: should probably start
1: doing baseball I think predictions. All, by, the time we, by the time we record again, all position players will be in. Hopefully. So,
0: yeah, probably I don't baseball. Know
1: why oh, yes. What? You watching your game right United now? United scored. Gotcha. <laughs> all right.
0: But anyway, Connor, take us out.
1: Yes. Gladly. First round KL, find us on Anchor and find us on iTunes. Shouts out to the Black Tux. Thank you. Thank you for finding us. The ad is done. Hopefully you have heard it by now. You have. But shout out to you, Black Tux. On Twitter, find us on Twitter at FRKL Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson2K18. Follow myself at Connor Moore underscore seven.
0: Links in the description.
1: In the next episode, (laughs) baseball's back and I'm happy and Machado and Harper have still not signed that I'm not happy because baseball free agency is stupid. Hey, hey,
0: the Brewers got Moose back.
1: Up top. I like that move. Moose. There we go. (laughs) Until
0: the next time.
1: We'll see you next time when we shock the system since day one-ish.
0: on the dock. And I'm a real addend. Beggar, begging, please don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie like the lake that's down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired, where the Michelin is. At the finish line, go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots, that's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis tag Stone Cold Bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance with ya. You see me as a challenge to manage it into